my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. I'm trying, man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast with the dedication to dominate Zach and his boys with whatever D word they fear the most. I'm Joel (laughs) Kleinberger. And I'm Eric D. Hoofnagel. We're back. I'm now not dying from COVID. It's really nice. I'm so glad you didn't die. Uh, Yeah, my parents are still iffy so i may have killed my parents oh that's right that's right you gave your parents covid yep i forgot about that and ron and his kids and his wife oh my god my uh my guilt complex oh boy dude i'm man well you couldn't have known i know i was like this is obviously spring allergies if you'd gone and visited your parents while you had covid and you knew you had covid yeah yeah that would have been pretty shitty i i just happened to be patient zero for a bellingham outbreak because (laughs) me and emma went shopping around we saw kevin james in, in at the Mount Baker Theater, Kevin James. That's right, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh my God, you killed Paul Blart. <laughs> I could have killed Paul Blart Mall. Oh Cop. my God. If Paul Blart Mall Cop Three doesn't happen because of COVID, it's my fault. <laughs> Absolutely. I robbed the world of Paul Blart Mall Cop Three Zero Blart Thirty, oh. which is the name of my own spec script for Paul Blart Mall Cop Three. Mm. And allow me that to elaborate really on my, the entire plot that I have written because it starts a Blart multiverse. Let me tell you, <laughs> the Blartiverse. The Blartiverse. Yes. Uh-huh. Segways, time travel, gods, demons, Oops. angels. It's all in there, and it all starts with uh-huh. Paul Blart Mall Cop Three Zero Blart Thirty. Well, you know what? The intro we've just done to this episode is so off the rails that it matches how off the rails the intro is to this episode of Ghost Adventures that we are talking about on our podcast. That's right. Just like in Paul Bart Mall Cop 4, he will open up RoboCop's back and ride him like a Segway while RoboCop shoots bullets at all angles. We will open up this episode and ride it into successful podcastdom. We are going to ride this all the way to... Ghost Adventures Season 5, Episode 4, The Yorktown Hospital. So right now we're in the middle of absolute nowhere, really, in in Texas. Uh, I say we're in the middle of nowhere because we've been driving and driving and driving, and all we've been seeing are, like, oil refineries. And then all of a sudden you just come up into this little old town. Our next lockdown, we're looking for this old, abandoned hospital that we've heard is insanely active with both evil and good spirits. Uh, Some even say demonic. You like these tattoos? I like the look of this location. Creepy, spooky. This is Ghost Adventures material right here. I feel like I'm gonna get shot in a minute. Don't worry, I'm filming. Jay, behind you. What the? What the is is that? that? It's a donkey. What What the the hell? Don't ever lunge a donkey's ass. 
Aaron, you might have to get that wig out again. I think that got thrown away. We'll find another one. Um, the chokings occur upstairs in the nun's corridor. So I'm going to take my shirt off up there because I got tattoos all over my well, so. back in the day, there was no men allowed there. Well, good. That's hey. two strikes because I'm a man and I got tattoos. Yeah. So if some crazy, mean nuns want to get busy and get mean and choke me, I'm going to go in there and, 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 and hopefully I get choked because I'm going to take my shirt off and show them my tattoos. Let's go to the confessional over here and confess our sins. I got something to confess. Yes. I've been going to dark, scary locations for a long time now, and uh, I'm starting to like it now a lot more. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to choke me? Yorktown. And, Yorktown, Texas. I didn't know there was a place called Yorktown in Texas. There is a Yorktown in Texas, and Zach and his team are down there hunting for the D word at the old Yorktown <laughs> hospital. But unfortunately, <laughs> when they show up, the only D word he gets is a big fat donkey D from Spirit, the guard ass. See behind you. What the f What the f what is that? It's a donkey. What, what the, the hell? <laughs> Don't Aaron. come near me. Well, they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> of go again, of course. How many times they've been like, we are in the middle of absolute nowhere. And of course, those are the places where people are going to take advantage of a haunting as much as they can. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to draw them, draw people there at all. It's it's gotten almost formulaic with the show because the show opens with the uh, harmonica and down-home country uh, stock music that they use every time they're in the middle of nowhere. And to be fair, the middle of nowhere is the scariest place to be in the U.S. Uh, especially the middle of nowhere in Tejas. Oh my fucking god, dude! Like the the middle of nowhere U.S. is the is only safely accessible by white cis men. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> white hetero cis men are allowed to go to the middle of nowhere, and no one else. Let me tell you from experience, my man, as somebody who drove. A SUV loaded with guns and ammos and booze and cursed gold and astronaut memorabilia and ivory from the coast of Texas <laughs> through the entirety of Texas. Uh, I could tell you exactly how in the middle of nowhere Yorktown is. You sound like the main bad guy from a Far Cry game. <laughs> I was for that two days of drive or three days of driving. <laughs> so Yorktown is so far in the middle of nowhere that if you were traveling to somewhere in Texas, like Corpus Christi or San Antonio, and you stopped in Yorktown and checked how long you had until your destination, you would hang your head and just mutter, fuck, upon realizing <laughs> how far you still had to go. <laughs> Eric, I have to, I did the math. I looked at Google Maps. Yorktown is 40 minutes from the nearest Arby's. <laughs> it's nowhere. <laughs> 40 whole minutes to get some Arby's. You would have to drive round trip. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? However long two times 40 minutes are. Brain fog. COVID. <laughs> Shit. Too much hunting ghosts, you can lose your mind. <laughs> Man, and they are flirting with this location so hard. Oh, yes. All three of these boys are rolling up and they're like, ooh, 
Look how scary that, oh, that's the way I like oh, it. Yeah. And they're all rolling down the windows, looking at you at this hospital, like, mm, I wanna get in there. This is like exactly our vibe. Oh, I wanna put my whole body in there. It's so creepy and spooky. This is exactly what the GAC looks for when we're out on the town. I'm <laughs> so thrilled. <laughs> We got to find Mike. He sounds really cool. Oh my God, Mike. So yeah, so they go looking for, and this, this shit is, is so, this whole, like, Zach is searching for his contact. Uh-huh. Uh, Bit is getting so tired <laughs> because it's so clearly set up. So. But, so. but, but this part, this part, whether it's set up or not is pretty goddamn fucking funny uh i'm gonna have to say <laughs> i am i i was with you a hundred percent until i saw mike and i think that this is entirely not set up <laughs> <laughs> he walks onto the property nobody lets him in upon getting in there zach is worried about getting shot which is a hundred percent a valid concern in Texas. Yeah, pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Yes. And luckily, Nick has his back by saying, don't worry, I'm filming, because Nick, consummate professional, always be rolling, Faces of Death 10, starring Zach Bagans, getting gunned down by a meth head on fucking donkey back. <laughs> the only time the POV camera comes into any use at all is when Zach gets gunned down and they need evidence in court of law. <laughs> your, your honor, this is what our eyes saw. He does a whole loop around the property, and it's like a horror movie. As he's walking back, he's like, there's nobody here. From out of frame, a donkey appears, stalking Zach slowly. A black donkey. A black donkey. <laughs> the donkey-handed adversary of humanity. <laughs> and then Nick points it out, and Zach turns around, makes eye contact, and that's when the donkey goes into hunt mode. It's like, <laughs> starts chasing the boy. It's so, it's just, yet again, Zach's fucking constant curse <laughs> of, of nature. It is following him everywhere. And I also just am so amazed that someone could be so scared of a donkey. <laughs> well, a donkey is an incredibly unthreatening animal. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you're if you're on a piece of property that you have like set up a time to meet somebody and they're not there, and then you start getting chased <laughs> by what looks like a feral donkey, that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty scary. We came here because of the D word. Oh my. Zach, in his own words, tries to lunge for that ass and almost gets his face kicked off. And now that, that was fucking set up. Goddamn fucking idiot. Of course he lunges for the ass's ass. <laughs> and they just, they want content of any type. They're willing to get Zach fucking slammed in the face by a kicking donkey. Just, they would have loved that. They would have eaten that up, and it's and instead the donkey does what any person would have done, yeah, which is just look back annoyed and walk away. <laughs> but this is the second episode in a row where, like, listen, witches and warlocks don't up, do not approach donkeys and horses from behind while they're not cool with you, because one 
kick to Zach's chin and he might be in a coma for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah, dude. It takes away like more than half of your health in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> nerd. Get those nerds! Nerd! Nerd! I think that Zach trying to fuck with the donkey, trying to lunch for that ass, is set up. But the fact that Mike isn't there and they got randomly stalked by a donkey is completely true that's real because when they <laughs> rolled up to mike's shack his trailer that is the the domicile of somebody who got way too high and passed out on his couch and slept through his alarm and yet and yet he dressed perfectly for ghost adventures <laughs> a fucking shirt with skulls and crosses and shit I However, do not doubt. I will I do give not it to doubt. you. I will give it to you that that fucking uh, dollar store Iggy Pop Mike <laughs> would would <laughs> would fucking absolutely wear this shirt any given day. But it's too damn clean. He knows that the camera's coming. Eric, that's his good shirt. That is what he. I'm here's what I suspect happened. Yeah, they came up. Say, is somebody in here? And he came out looking the way he always looks and they were like mm, we're gonna need to do that again are you suggesting he came out with his dick out <laughs> yes scratching his like sunken chest like what do you mean yes. we're filming a day <laughs> so however it happened fucking mike comes out of his 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 trailer and with the most luxurious hair ever seen on television the the rays of the sun shining off his golden flowing oh. 80s rocker hair oh he's like a young iggy pop with his jaw fucking wired shut I, he kind of sounds like iggy pop too if you ever hear iggy pop pop in the, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah is this yeah, wait it's is this just iggy pop is this just what he's doing i think it's iggy I pop it's, i'm pretty sure it's just it's just iggy pop <laughs> honestly having a donkey named spirit as your best friend living in a trailer and working at a haunted abandoned hospital in the middle of nowhere is pretty fucking punk rock <laughs> mr pop uh begins to show them around his kingdom which he doesn't own i don't know who owns this he just works there kind of god dude yet again what is with these dilapidated places having groundskeepers. Eric, is there a dilapidated hospital near you that we could get you in a trailer and living and being like the groundskeeper for? Joel, I was gonna say it, but I held off. But yeah, man, like that sounds good to me right now. <laughs> Here, if I get a double wide and I get to have a donkey and I get to uh, be the groundskeeper of a uh, haunted, like, dilapidated old location, and I get paid? Fucking sign me up. All right, witches and warlocks, please start looking for abandoned locations who need <laughs> groundskeepers. Dude, let me lean into that. What a f what a crazy fucking arc turn that would be. Just walk around with a shovel in your overalls, no shirt, and a straw hat. Yo, yelling at please. the high local high schoolers. Oh my god, please, for fuck's sake! In your first week, you just you find a juggalo that's broken in, and you hold them there overnight at. Gunpoint. And I make them listen to the podcast. 
<laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> no that's that's the most terrifying part is that if anyone actually interact interacts with me i'm like hey but listen i got a podcast Come on into my, my double wide and take a sit. Just take a sit. We only have 50 episodes. Which the Warlocks, Eric Hoofnagel needs a job, and I think we found his career path. <laughs> Ever since you and I met, this has been our freaking dream. So the post-production in this episode... Oh my god. ...is, like, really, really off the rails and really intense. It is absolutely insane. If Billy did this fucking fake news reel, Oh my god, right? What in, what in the goddamn shit was this? Ah, beautiful Yorktown. Oh, but what's going to happen? They need a hospital. Oh, these oil fields. Oh, boy. <laughs> ah, transatlantic accident. Hey, there's far too many people falling down dead. You know who's come to save us? Jesus, in the form of nuns. <laughs> Yorktown is a community without a hospital. Was really cool what part of that was real <laughs> what part of that was fake is it all fake is it all real because some of it obviously is fake like the graphics are way too good i i feel like like zach didn't do his usual creepy rundown of location and they were like oh shit we need that and they're like well, what if we did something fun what if we did a little something kind of freaky and fun, like a newsreel? Yeah. Hey, Billy, what do you think you could do? And Billy is like on his 10th gas station boner pill, and he's just like, I could do it. Black and white, I could do a transit. You know I could do a transatlantic accent. I love doing accents. I love doing my vaudeville act. You know, buddy, man, come on. <laughs> Come on down to Yorktown. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Billy, you know what? After you're done with that, we're going to need you for a shot. Uh, we're going to need you to climb up on the roof in a nun outfit. <laughs> now, 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 we're going to need you on the roof, and we're going to need you, like, right at the edge. But don't look over the edge. Look at us. And just back your heels up to almost the edge. And we're going to do it when the wind is really going. It's going to be great. It's going to be some good footage. Billy, uh, can you just hold there? Stay there. We're going to get a big fan. The wind isn't blowing your <laughs> your habit. Uh, so just hold on one second. Oh, my God, dude. They talk to their next guest, Dr. Gordon Barth, who shows up <laughs> in his outfit with his, his, his doctor scrubs. Oh my god, dude. Dr. Barth was a a family practitioner at this hospital until it closed in 1988. He he only retired in 2021. Oh. He became the director of the Yorktown Medical Clinic, which is what replaced this. Good for him. I'm sure that he just stopped in on his way to fucking work. <laughs> Yeah, he's got his fucking stethoscope yeah. over his neck. That shit is so funny. I gotta say, like, like the stethoscope thing, by tradition, doctors are forced to wear. Did Zach look at him in his scrubs and was like, um, could, could you put on a stethoscope? No, dude, doctors wear that shit. I swear to God. Every time a doctor has to look like a doctor, they put it on. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that Zach tries to make it really scary 
that this doctor was born at the same hospital he ended up working at? But that's the thing. I don't understand. I don't get why that's scary. So that is a theme in this whole episode of Zach not understanding. For somebody who do- who spends a lot of time in small towns, he doesn't seem to understand how small towns function. Yeah. The nearest Arby's is 40 minutes away. <laughs> there aren't other hospitals either. <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't have even been born at the Arby's, for fuck's sake. You're getting born in the back of a pickup truck, in a field, or at that hospital in Yorktown. That's what's happening. And hey, probably a lot of people end up getting born in the same field they end up working. Exactly. So there's no dink, nothing creepy about it. It's just country living. This is just small town living. Ain't that America. <laughs> 40 minutes from an Arby's. Can't get my beef. <laughs> Oh, and also, of course, it wouldn't be a fucking creepy, small, middle-of-nowhere town without the room of dilapidated dolls. Oh, yeah. So Zach is trying to set up the doctor, and then he is taken aback by a gross child's room, which I don't know if that was there and abandoned or if... Mike is going for the haunted ex- aesthetic. It's it's Mike. <laughs> when when Iggy Pop, aka Mike, on a cocaine bender and stealing shit from people's yards, that's where he puts it. That's his collection. Dilapidated dolls. Zach's fucking favorite. <laughs> and Dr. Barth is really not playing along that much zach is like oh you've been there you were there at the final moments we're all human and you've been at the most scary moment in anybody's life was when they die what's it like (laughs) yeah and he's like uh it's not very special it happens to everybody it's like my job man (laughs) like what's it like talking in front of a camera you do it every day he does describe seeing a shadow figure though yeah that's his one story is he woke up you know how doctors are. I've watched ER. He's there for a 48-hour shift. He passed out on a couch. He woke up and he saw, thought he shot a saddle figure. It's fucking sleep paralysis, demon. It's fine. I love how Nick jumps right in. And he's like, yeah, dude. Like, like I'm a straight shooter just like you, man. Like, And I saw a shadow figure. Dude, me and you, straight shooters. Team straight shooters, team professionals. Me and you. You're like, you could like be my dad. Like, like. That'd be so cool if you and I could be like, you could be my dad and I'll be a doctor too. And we'll be like doctors and you're, and you're my dad. A father son team, you know, maybe. That'd be really, really cool. Like, like if that happened, but that like probably wouldn't have happened. But like, if you wanted to, if you wanted a son. Zach, do you you feel sad? I don't know what I feel, bro. I feel really, really sad, man. Unfortunately, he doesn't provide what Zach is looking for, so they have to go to their next victims, Susan and Cassidy Walner. Oh my god. I also love, I love that Cassidy's Hard Rock Cafe shirt is blurred out when it's so obvious it's a Hard Rock Cafe Yeah, anybody can see that. You can tell exactly what it is. The question is, because we've seen other brands in this show before, do you think Zach got banned from the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas? Yeah, so there's gotta be some bad beef (laughs) between... The GAC and the Hard Rock Cafe. When Zach got his first paycheck 
from the documentary. He went to the Hard Rock Cafe. He's like, yeah, I'm on TV. I'm a rock star. You're going to need to put my t-shirt in this memorabilia, bitch. Uh, I, do, I could totally imagine their fucking rap party is at Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. <laughs> and they get blackout drunk. Yeah. Start talking about which, which guitars are haunted. Oh my god, dude. They have the piece of ham sandwich that Mama Cass choked on in here. <laughs> And Zach just like punches through the glass with an EVP recorder. Ham! Do these people here literally know that they're being sandwiched in between layers of dark spiritual energy and demonic attacks? Zach is so confused. He's so confused that this mother and daughter would be would be in this building searching for demons and not out shopping together. Little girls and mothers, they don't do cool stuff. They only do lame stuff like shopping for clothes. What? You guys are like so unique. I've never heard of a girl doing anything cool. And that's when Zach's high five gets left holding. <laughs> for a noticeable amount of time. Oh, so long. <laughs> uncomfortably long it's great do you think it's because she didn't want to touch him i think she hasn't given a high five in many many years and didn't know what it was they do look like they mostly uh do high praises at the church <laughs> praise him <laughs> up top for the lord blessed be god oh blessed be god mike tells them a story about a a large man that gets dropped immediately right the guy who overdosed no that's not this is a different no the the other the guy who overdosed is somebody named tj because in 1988 when the hospital closed it became a uh recovery facility and god damn is that fucking reenactment of a junkie the funny <laughs> shit yeah oh needle needle he's like menacing the camera with a needle <laughs> and you can tell that zach's like only reference to drug addicts is like 90s stranger danger psa yeah, oh absolutely because <laughs> the guy's like he's like unshaven in a hoodie and like sitting on the ground and menacing with this needle God, does not look like somebody who's in rehab. Not at all. When the guy is doing the menacing, it looks like he's got like a fucking turkey baster. Like it's not a neat, it's it's not a fucking. I'm pretty sure they got one of those like gag needles that you get from like Spirit of Halloween. Yeah, Spirit of Halloween. Like the house on the haunted hill. <laughs> Spirit Halloween, Eric. It's Spirit Halloween. Nightmare on Tree Street, okay? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit the donkey. Spirit the donkey of the Halloween. <laughs> On the haunted hill. <laughs> I think that might need to be the name of the episode. Spirit the donkey of, of the... Spirit... <laughs> of the Halloween Spirit of the house. the donkey of the Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Perfect. We oh, got it. So fucking stupid. But yes, it does look like a prop they bought from a store. They obviously went to a spirit of the Halloween <laughs> in this episode because they got a bunch of nun habits. Oh yeah, they did one that we that we missed too, where where it's like this shot of a nun 
laying on a bed, but it's green screen. They like green screen this female nun or sorry, Jesus Christ. Female nun. Joel. Kill me, dude. <laughs> Shoot me in the fucking head. No, I'll just take you to Spirit um, of the they, Halloween. It'll really reset you. <laughs> I will die. I will die tonight. Um, but they they green screened this woman onto the bed because obviously no one wants to lay on one of the creepy beds. But it's very obvious. Yeah. The the reenactments are choice in this episode. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job, man. You're here with us. So Mike or Iggy Pop takes them to one of like the coup de gras of of the location. Yeah. Which is the basement murder location mm-hmm. where a woman was with her was was having an affair. Yeah. And her husband came down in the basement, killed her, and then her boyfriend grabbed the knife and killed the husband and there's still blood on the walls today yeah how do you feel about the blood is that real so (laughs) i have a lot to say about this please tell yeah go off so not at this point but a little later in the episode they use a uv light Uh uh-huh over the the supposed blood stains and sure enough there's plenty of splatter and uh, the drips of liquids do fluoresce. Um, but here's a funny thing, Joel. Blood doesn't fluoresce. Mm. It shows up black on UV in the UV light. Is that so? But you know what does fluoresce? What? Joel? Come. Spit, piss, and come. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Joel, is the only victims in the murder scene are Mike's unborn children. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty on brand for Iggy Pop. He used to just fucking whip his dick out on stage and just run around. <laughs> I'm sure he's just, dude, I can picture Mike completely naked with a bonfire in that basement, a boombox, rocking with some dead, dead Kennedys or the fucking Melvins and just squirting jizz all over the place. It's great. <laughs> punk, rock, living. Mike is living it. Talk about punk. Yeah, we got the CD called Punk. It's loaded with our favorite tunes, man. Yeah. Just listen. Zach is enticed, mm. which is why he gets very excited when he mishears Mike as he tells her, <laughs> it tells him to go talk across the street. Goes, he tells him to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> he tells him to go see his friend Crystal across the street. Dude, and like he can't even get to the next interview without being creepy. <laughs> the fucking children. Did we seriously just start rolling at a school bus stop? Hi. Hey. Yeah, they're all waiting for the kids. Hi. I see you on TV. You do? Yeah, you're hot. Ah, thank you. <laughs> and what's going on here seems pretty pervy, doesn't it? I'll come to Zach's defense here. How is he supposed to handle this this moment? Cut it out of the episode. Oh, that that works. It's it's a scene that's kept in for an insecure reason. <laughs> yeah. I think this inspires something later. Oh, I would wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. <laughs> So Aaron goes, Aaron's like, looks like Zach's got a new girlfriend. And you can hear Zach start to say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And they cut, they cut just right on the shit. <laughs> 
very quick, very sudden, <laughs> a little too intensely knee-jerk. <laughs> Aaron has been waiting five seasons to embarrass Zach on camera, and all of the fat jokes came out as Aaron is just like, uh, Zach is here flirting with a 13-year-old. Uh. Zach's like, you shut your fucking mouth! You shut your mouth now! Billy, Billy, where's the cuck? Damn it, we left Billy behind. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's in a hot cuck van somewhere. He got the wrong location. He's just sweating. <laughs> where? Where? In any minute now. <laughs> He's just in the cuck van with spirit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Making a very special kind of video. Shut I don't. I don't like this. I don't feel good right now. I don't either. I have a stomachache, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, Zach does eventually manage to get away from the school children and go across the street to Bristol Schultz. And this is where Zach's terjosity <laughs> increases <laughs> oh my God. by exponential oh, portions. This this was so hard to watch. Yeah. People with tattoos get choked by the nun ghosts. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, but, but you have tattoos? She's like, yeah, I have tattoos. And he's like, did you get choked? Did they choke you? She's like, oh, uh, no, but I heard it happens a lot. And so Zach starts flexing. And he's like, oh, my God, I love persecution. Oh, yeah. I've got two things they don't like. A dick and tattoos. Oh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm going to have to give oh, him a little I'm gonna show. Expose, mm, I'm going to expose my body. And those, those, those thirsty nuns are just going to just oh pull my throat look at my body look at me do it um the chokings occur upstairs in the nun's corridor in the nun's corridor this is no joke this is really going on huh it's really going on the nun that's doing the choking right well good that's two strikes because i'm a man and i got tattoos so if some crazy mean nuns want to get busy and get mean and choke me i'm gonna go in there and 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 hopefully i get choked because i'm gonna take my shirt off and show my tattoos and it's a perfect transition to their dumb skit adventure where they try to film at an oil rig because the doctor of course is like yeah people at the oil rigs got hurt and came in here and died so they're like yeah let's let's film an oil rig and feel the connection yeah fuck it it's it's texas baby let's go and this is this is again really close to them actually getting their asses kicked because i'm assuming generally when people are filming outside of an oil rig it's protesters so of course yeah. seconds after they set up a guy in a truck comes to yell at them oh man rosendo vela what an absolutely terrible guard <laughs> he lets it all out <laughs> he won't shut up oh yeah you know people dying on the yeah on the line of course people die all the time i thought for sure the minute zach asked hey do people die horribly at the oil rig all the time that he was going to have the corporate answer of no they don't and fuck off fuck off get off this property <laughs> Instead, he just, he's like, 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They, oh, dude, they lose all the bits of their bodies first, and then they're screaming, and they burn up alive. They fall down in holes. Fingers, legs, dicks, lips, <laughs> everything gets cut. Hey, you know why they call them roughnecks? Because their necks are so rough from all the almost dying they do. It's from all the scar tissue where their heads had to be reattached. <laughs> I know so many guys with reattached heads. He, he Once he realizes that they're not oil protesters, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I had an uncle who died in that hospital from a stabbing and guess what yeah i got patched up by dr barth and then zach is zach loses his Zach's mind like, what the fuck what how the serendipity of this moment it can't be overstated it is clearly a man from a big city yeah who yet again does not understand how a small town works exactly yeah the, of course <laughs> this guy and his uncle got patched up by Dr. Barth. He's the doctor. Whoa, 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 whoa. After we get one more cutaway of a, of a nun uh, reflected <laughs> in a God, doorway dude, with a gigantic open mouth. So that, and, and the volume goes <laughs> cheap scares, you know? Like, they're not allowed to make me jump like that if it's not a real ghost. <laughs> you don't just raise the volume like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a very scary episode because it's just a hospital that happened to close down. This is where we get in to the lockdown. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. Mike is there to have Zach just talking to him, and he's just kind of like nodding, <laughs> just waiting for this to be over so he could go back and hang out with Spirit and watch the sunset. Well, I imagine he 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 lets Spirit like come into the the RV, and they just like hang out and like watch Mash. Yeah, <laughs> on like a little little TV with like like bunny ears on it. <laughs> yeah, fucking taking a big rip off of a bong, blowing it right into Spirit's face. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, Aaron does his tech breakdown. They have the usual stuff. Oh my god! But dude, this one in particular, mm -hmm. we love Aaron. We do. But sometimes. He really comes off as just so fucking dumb. <laughs> I fucking I wrote down what he said verbatim. Uh-huh. It's always like his his like selling the the ghost shit on on public access. Yeah. <laughs> his his sword show. Okay, so like we got the infrared digital still camera. We get some awesome evidence on this. Doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. Moves on. He's like, hey, right here, we have our thermal camera. Yeah. Basically shows the heat and temperatures from cold to hot. Uh, if something walks by which a spirit is made of, uh, it would be more a hot temperature <laughs> or a cold temperature, so it'll capture it. And then we got lot 3230, uh, this practice <laughs> katana. These practice katanas, they're nice and strong. Oh, the tip just got me, Odell. Got me oh, good. the tip just got oh, me. Oh, that got me good. <laughs> that got me, Odell. We're gonna need emergency surgery in the studio. <laughs> oh Christ! He said so much of nothing. It's, I love it. <laughs> so much of nothing could be also be 
the name of this episode because as they get going on the lockdown, they bust out their new EVP tripod platform. <laughs> they also boot up their fucking POV shoulder cameras. Yeah, the, this is what our eyes see. Predator vision. Anti-predator vision. Because it's... it. They literally give away the game because they're like, oh, these are our POV cameras that show what we see, which is nothing. Yeah. Why are you wearing the POV camera at all? It's so dumb. But... They set up the, the, the tripod that has a couple EVP recorders taped to it. That's way. <laughs> For no, uh, yet again, no reason at all. They could just put the recorders on the floor like they usually do. I do like, in in theory, the fact that it, it makes them stable and it makes it so they could be away from them to not have them interfere with the evidence. And the first bit that they get is uh, the Melmeter goes, Bleh. And then a ball flies out that they don't. Did you notice this? They don't pay attention to the orb that jets down the hallway towards the EVP recorder. And then they get the voice. I didn't even see it. A full on orb launches itself down the hallway. And then they get the the EVP that says, you want to play? And it sounds exactly like a zipper or a windbreaker being rubbed. (laughs) (laughs) But they're they're far away, Eric. <laughs> so it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. That's the whole point. Interesting. It could have been the duct tape uh, releasing. <laughs> duct tape releasing in the, the heat. Yes. <laughs> the Texas heat. Even duct tape doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very hot. Like really hot. Well, speaking of getting hot and heavy... <laughs> They're wandering around using the infrared still camera. And, oh man, Zach gets so excited because as he's taking a picture, he swears he sees something cross the hallway in the shadows. And he's even like, oh my god, maybe I picked this up on camera. And they're cutting to these shoulder-mounted camera vision. I I love it so much because Zach's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it cuts to POV cam. Yeah, nothing. nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> Cuts to absolute blackness. <laughs> and then Zach's like, oh my god, look, I actually caught a full body apparition. Yeah, which, okay, how do you feel about this full body apparition? It's not good. I think there's like an oxygen tank down the hall. Yeah. And and they're basically like taking a picture of the oxygen tank and there's like some artifacting around it. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Look, feet and a shoulder." I don't like it. I don't like it's it. It's not very good. It's not very compelling. No, I'm not I'm not a supporter of this one. I don't like this one. It doesn't look like anything. That's the problem. All I wrote down in my notes was terrible photo of full body apparition. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I wrote about it. Okay. So we debunked that there, guys. Good job. Then it cuts to uh, the static cam of the of the Jack Shack. Yeah. <laughs> and they have an EVP that, in my opinion, would be a Class A EVP if it were not a cat. The female moan? It sounds exactly like a cat in heat. Yeah. Ow! No, it's one of my it's one of Ow! Mike's feral cats that he feeds. <laughs> 
Our digital recorder we left down in the basement where the double murder took place is capturing some chilling, unexplained voices. The first one sounds like a woman moaning in pain. Next, <laughs> Zach prepares <laughs> oh. for the greatest Trobject role of his lifetime. He is so excited. They cut back from commercial. He's like, where was the nun room? I want to be in there with my body. I want my neck in the room where the nuns choke. And he gets set up in the nunnery or whatever the fuck it is. And immediately it's, starts ripping off his clothes. <laughs> and you know what, Joel? Hmm. I'm gonna do a fashion report. Oh yes, it's been a while. <laughs> Give me the thermometer, real quick. Dude. Look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. You look weird, bro. <laughs> so, I'm not doing a fashion report on what he's wearing, even though Aaron and Nick razz him a bit. Yeah, real men don't wear plaid like the, you know, you understand, like the, the thing that the old saying, remember? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and Zach gets angry and quiet. Yeah. But he takes full revenge on the boys by just pulling off all all those rags off his perfect taut body <laughs> and i want to talk about daddy's tatties yep let's do it <laughs> tattoo report i did a little research joel <laughs> i looked up what zach's tattoos are and what they mean oh <laughs> Okay. Because we generally, we generally like to exaggerate. You and me. Yeah. We we like to attack Zach with a bit of a hyperbole sometimes. But yeah, I will safely say, Zach's tattoos are trash. <laughs> Absolute garbage. So I looked up online and I found uh, an article, if you can call it that, yeah. on a website called superbhub.com. Okay. I'm going to read parts of this to you. Okay. It starts out with a picture of Zach's back tattoo. It's like an angel with, with bat wings, and it's got half a skull face and half a real normal face, and it's hold, it's got, its fingers are, uh, are, are penetrating a skull with its right hand, and its left hand is holding some sort of ring. And according to this, it says, the tattoo that he has inked behind his neck is the symbol of the battle of God and demons that he faced on his investigation on Pavilia Island, Italy in 2009. The tattoo is actually related to Ghost Adventures' investigation of the haunted island near Venice, Italy. I have to keep reminding ourselves, we are at Poveglia. <laughs> On his left arm, Zach has tattooed a Celtic cross, which also carries a deep meaning. Actually, Celtic cross tattoo design means the means the Jesus Christ this thing is so poorly written that's why I said it's, it's almost an article actually Celtic cross tattoo design means the meeting place of divine energies <laughs> Celtic cross is associated with God beliefs 
religion. And this cross represents everything that comes with beliefs. Wow. Zach Bagans is a God-believer person, so he is fond of the cross signs on his body. <laughs> ah! I didn't read all of this. Like, I didn't realize how bad this is. This is so funny. <laughs> on, his, on his right arm, he has an inch... Oh, yeah, by the way incoming non not real word okay on his right arm he has an intricated aries symbol aries symbol carries the meaning of independence a person who has an aries symbol tattoo means that they want to portray themselves as an independent spontaneous uncomplicated courageous and outgoing person in front of other people <laughs> And that's bullshit, because we are recording today on April 5th, Zach's birthday. Zach is an Aries. That's it. Yeah, that's it. it. The only reason he got that tattoo was either because he's an Aries, or because he's an Aries and he wants an excuse for doing shitty stuff. He wants to be able to have, like, take off his shirt and have some girl be like, oh my god. What is that? Is that a tribal rose? No, it's an intricated Aries. I'm basically super outgoing and powerful. That's like why I'm kind of like uh, a fucking asshole. Yeah. Because it's like a flaming goat, which is like, you know, metal. Metal as fuck. But yeah. like, also, where the stars were when I was born means that I'm kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Baggins has tattooed... One of the German quotes from Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Of course. The dead travel fast. Which means not only the dead breaking the boundary of the eternal separation between the living and the dead, but breaking that boundary by the regulated physical laws of motion and metaphysical understanding of identity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? And then... Near the quote tattoo, Zach has inked number 11 Ooh. as an apology to the female spirit, spirit whom he mocked while he was investigating room number 11 in the Silver Queen Hotel, Virginia City. Oh, hey, he actually has regret. <laughs> he has regret. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a fucking idiot just like you. <laughs> Come and get me, ghost. Look at him slit my wrist just like you did. <laughs> I think that was a wrong thing for them to done. Also, I gotta say, I found this alongside searching for Zach Baggins tattoos on Pinterest. <laughs> I found this really poorly photoshopped image of Zach Baggins' face stuck on like a, a shirtless model's body. Yeah. And man, the fucking the thirst of Zach stands is unrivaled. Oh, I mean, we we already saw that it starts young. <laughs> it starts real young. Oh my god. God. So, so hang on. I'm just going to read you one more thing. Mm. The first comment on this poorly photoshopped image of Zach Baggins is this from S. S. Boyd Moonbaby. S. Boyd Moonbaby. Zach. <laughs> Zach, I love when you have your shirt off. Mm. Keep it that way, my love. <laughs> but you will always be gorgeous no matter what. You are so gifted to be the person you are. 
you've been able to accomplish so much. And I've always admired so much of that in you. You have gotten so far in your career. It leaves me not only intrigued, but also impressed and always proud of you. Your independence, inspiration, perseverance, everything. I love you, my chivalrous Prince Charming. Wow. Shall we get love now? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That's somebody who wants to like take a clipping of Zach's hair and smell it every night. Oh, put it right up their butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just think this is weird, guys. And this is exactly why I think Zach took his goddamn shirt off. Oh yeah. Because because the kids yelled at him that he was hot and they've seen him on TV. Yeah. So he knows for a fact. That little girl is going to watch this episode for sure. Yeah. And he decides <laughs> it's time. This is finally time for Zach to take us all to the gun show. And eat. so they get the, the spooky speak it spell out. And one of the first things it says is Zach is asking him if they like the, if you're like, do you not like my tattoos? And it says, it's sick. <laughs> And like the EVP was just like, yeah, dude, bro, yeah. those pythons are sick, dude. dude. Sick, dude. dude. Fuck yeah, oh, bro. The demon man, fucking up oh. top. <laughs> fucking, it's it's Mike, like in the rafters, exactly. looking down at him. He's he's just sitting up there, just jerking it. It's like, yeah, dude, oh, dude, it looks sick. Yeah, dude, no. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> and then Zach turns to the camera and makes sure we know that he didn't take his shirt off for nothing. Oh no. This is not just a thirst trap. No. <laughs> Please keep in mind that we are doing this because of numerous reports of tattooed people being attacked by unseen forces here. And me taking my shirt off and showing my tattoos is garnering us evidence. Right. The, the thing keeps going off, but uh, I think there is one misinterpretation here. Oh. They say that the spooky speak spell says... Uh, listen, think. Mm -hmm. What did you hear? It sounds like it says, you said thick. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know you know what I heard? What? I heard glisten twink. <laughs> glisten twink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These nuns are thirsty. Yeah. These nuns are thirsty. They're like, one of them's turning to him like, dude, you said this guy was going to be thick, and this is not right. This isn't it. He has no cake. And the other one's like, mm, but he is one glistening twink. <laughs> hey, there's somebody out there for everybody, baby. And then, and then the other, the other nun like looked at them, and then she looked at his body, and she just went, Jesus. 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 Can you believe? The ghosts are just like, Jesus, dude. This is so disrespectful. <laughs> You're a bad Catholic. God. So we get we get uh an EVP that says don't go in the bathroom. I, I thought this was going to be a Zach pretending to be possessed because he, without a word, just goes into the shitter. <laughs> well, dude, I was playing a game of Paradolia. Yeah. Where uh, I would shut my eyes and listen to the EVPs and see what I thought they said. Because I did not hear 
don't go to the bathroom. What did you hear? I heard, don't play basketball. <laughs> and man, oh man, would that have been awesome if they had fucking heard that because then the boys would have been like, oh shit, Trobjects, here we go. Looks like we're going to play some b-ball in the fucking church. Oh my god, yes. Zach goes for a dunk and then obviously whiffs it because he's wearing his baggy-ass pants. Yeah, I can see that. What happened? Oh, god, turn it back on. What'd you do? <laughs> right after this, Zach starts acting weird. Oh, yes. It's a usual thing that happens on Ghost Adventures. Take a drink. Zach starts acting weird. <laughs> and he, like, sulks off into a room to be alone and moody. Yeah, he goes to the shitter. He goes in, <laughs> goes in there, and fucking Aaron and Nick know the drill and take off. Because they know when Zach's acting weird, they're about to get choked or hit or yelled at. And that's when Nick sets up one of the best all-time sexy fanfic scenarios. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Hey, let's go on. Let's go to the confessional over here and confess our sins. I'm going to play the priest. You're the sinner. Okay. I got something to confess. Yes. I've been going to dark, scary locations for a long time now, and, uh... Starting to like it now a lot more. Awesome. Zach's left behind. It's just you and me, buddy. You want to uh, go into those booths and confess our sins to each other? Let me see if I can absolve you of your sin. Why don't you tell me what you're thinking about, you <laughs> nasty little boy? Why don't you get in there and you tell me some stuff? I gotta, I gotta admit that uh, I've been hanging out in a lot of uh, creepy and scary places. And oh yeah, you've been in there. You've been in in the dark alone. Uh, oh. And I, uh, I'm starting to like it. <sighs> yeah, I bet you are. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Zach is on. On the shitter <laughs> and he's feeling up nuns i could feel he's, so much stuff i could i could feel you are you here are you trying to shit <laughs> are you on this toilet with me right now i smelt the smell of burning <laughs> sulfur was this the demon of the hospital i i picked up i picked up an evp that says get out of here <laughs> now i see why you call this the toilet room that has got to have a load of dark history. <laughs> and then uh, Zach gets a nice slender orb oh, that yeah. enters his neck. Mm -hmm. As we know, Zach loves those slender orbs. So do I. I like those slender orbs. Yeah. They're much more interesting. <laughs> I mean, hey, we, we don't want to orb shame, but yes, the slender orbs are more interesting. <laughs> no orb shaming, except that all orbs deserve to be shamed <laughs> because orbs suck. <laughs> all orbs deserve to be shamed, but sometimes... The skinny orbs are kind of interesting. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they know how to strut their stuff. Uh, it's just a fact of life, okay? You can't deny that uh, thinner orbs are better. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, it's uh, simple genetics, and um, when the body mm -hmm. is at its finest, it is uh, slender and it is um, muscular. Yeah. And therefore, the same is true of the orb that is representative of the spirit yeah. in the afterlife. Um, and when it struts its stuff, it is uh, sexually attractive to the living male you want it to enter your hole of course uh it is better for pressing your prostate obviously it is the perfect ratio for an orb and uh i'm sorry if your liberal tears uh don't enjoy it but uh you're just gonna have to accept the facts at some point <laughs> 
owned! Libs owned! I don't feel good right now at all. There's something here with me, and I can feel it. Aaron goes down to Mike's Jack Shack. Oh, yes. One more uh, time. To, 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 to sacrifice his body in the cum room. And then, meanwhile, Nick's camera runs out of batteries. Oh, yeah. Whoop-de-doo. No surprise there. Yeah, Aaron forgot to plug it in. But then, interestingly enough, that's when Zach's POV camera comes to the rescue. Because it's the only camera running anymore. Mm-hmm. So they turn on flashlights, and they finally get to use the POV camera for something. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the hurry hide, and then that's when we get the the OMG. This was my OMG uh, EVP. When it's the voice that says, the killer's coming, get to the hallway. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Whether that's what it's saying or not, it is a very crystal clear, like, voice. Yeah. And it's not, it does not sound like the boys. No, and it doesn't sound like, like, it actually just sounds like words. It sounds like somebody talking, and that is pretty fucking creepy. And I think that's when we get out, Zach does his ending monologue, (laughs) and leaves Yorktown forever. To never, ever fucking return. Leaves Mike in spirit. <laughs> he, he he hops on spirit and rides into the, the sunset. sunset. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. Yeah, Eric, what did you think of uh, this episode? I honestly really loved this episode. The evidence is not great, but the just the way the episode goes along and all the little bits and stupid shit that goes on yeah um i'd say it's it's one of one of my top episodes i had a lot of fun watching it uh it is so incongruously weird and (laughs) yeah (laughs) there is a lot of character to like especially with mike and spirit Zach taking his shirt off is like so essentially Zach. Oh yeah. This is this is a top like Ghost Adventures moment of, of Zach realizing that he wants to get choked out by a dommy mommy nun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean like same, but like, you know, you won't <laughs> we won't see me taking my shirt off about it. <laughs> and I think I would agree with you because of that, it's it's a wonderful episode i and now i like it even more that i know that mike's jerking off in his jerk shack (laughs) we we know it for a fact fact that that is not blood oh man and i think that uh with that in mind we have to invite zach to our own dark shack as we (laughs) challenge him to come fight us in the dark Come jack a Zach. <laughs> On your birthday, no less. <laughs> this is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. To celebrate my birthday and Zach's birthday, because we are birthday bros, we learned today that Zach's tattoos all represent something to do with his life and his his conquest and his search for the afterlife. Yes. 
we know that these mean things and, and, and things that he does on his search must be held on his body mm. in perpetuity. But I say to Zack, if some things are worth putting on your body, then all things are worth it. So oh. for Zack's birthday, 46 years old, baby, I'm buying Zack a tattoo of every event that means anything in the whole history of the GAC. He's going to get some cool ones. Like, to start, we're going to start him off with, like, a giant goat demon spitting black smoke. That's mm -hmm. pretty fucking badass. I'd, I'd probably get that. Oh, yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. But then... He's also going to get some pretty bad ones. <laughs> yeah. First, right above Zach's dick, <laughs> we're, we're going to get a tattoo of a little kissy mark. Mm -hmm. It says Jerusha was here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a tattoo of a broken heart that says Nick. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. You get a tattoo of a sad, dirty, beaten dog with a collar that says Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think a tattoo of Bailey's face yeah. and a ribbon that says forever. <laughs> Queen. Um, get a tattoo of a clown sitting at the front desk of the clown motel. How about a vial that says inner whore juice? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. We'll get a bee, a cat, a dog, a donkey, a crayfish, and a snake all and a making shark. up the letters, all making up the letters spelling cursed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll get a, a and this is a, a little spoiler for this season, we'll get a, a black man looking at him very confused. <laughs> No, sir. Don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> I'll get a, I'll get a, a tattoo of a shelter spraying a Pikachu, and it says clamgasm. <laughs> we'll get a, a picture of, like, cartoon eyes exploding. Hashtag demon house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then definitely a tramp stamp of a sort of Mount Rushmore of the paranormal zaddies. <laughs> Silver, Senate, and Zaphis yeah. with the comic relief ghost of DJ Fly. Yes, the Slimer. <laughs> we, we get a tattoo of a hand across his neck that mm -hmm. says in gothic font, choke me. <laughs> uh, but one more, <laughs> I have to add to the, the, the paranormal zaddies, Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. uh, in the distance... Uh, in shadow, <laughs> you just see looking over his shoulder from behind Nico Santucci. Yes, 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 yes. Oh no, I think Nico Santucci needs his own tattoo. Oh. A tattoo of 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 Nico holding like of just his like shoulders up, holding a giant glass of wine, <laughs> and it just says Nico. <laughs> his dick needs to be tattooed as a cigar for the paranormal <laughs> cop. <laughs> Sign for the Patreon. Uh, we'll get one that's like three scratches mm -hmm. in the middle of his back, and it says, not a mockery. Yeah. <laughs> he has to get one thigh tattoo all the way down his thigh. Massive, bold font. Thur. Thur. A huge, very visible tattoo of Billy dressed as a pimp. Uh, <laughs> a, a small van that just has like on, the, the font on it that says cuck van. Yeah, cuck van. <laughs> Uh, right over his heart, a little demon 
invitingly holding a door open that says vacancy. <laughs> and maybe finally a tattoo of the the well at Bobby Mackey's and it says, give me some head. <laughs> well, there's also one more. Yeah. Just right above his uh, butthole, an arrow that says incubuses only. <laughs> Yeah, suck, it says suck, suck, succubus, please. <laughs> I love this. Uh, yeah, and you know what? See, the thing is, the beauty of this is that we're not taking anything out of context. This is all stuff that happened in Zach's life. Yeah. But he'll never want to take his shirt off again, which is his favorite thing to do. He's going to look like fucking Post Malone from head to toe. <laughs> And Post Malone was cursed by Zach Bagans. And you know what? If there is any space left after all this, uh, listener Juniper is allowed to do all their flash tattoos Absolutely. In, the, in the negative space of uh, orb is just bro backwards, <laughs> anomaly detected. This is what her eyes see. <laughs> I have to add my challenge. Because just as we have learned so much about Zach, about how important certain events are and certain symbols are to him, we also learned something about him sexually. <laughs> we did indeed. <laughs> and I think there is uh, something that we could really open up some doors for Zach and mm. also break down some walls. <laughs> okay. Because... I think he will will want a choke me mommy tattoo <laughs> on his <Yes>. neck. <laughs> yeah, he might he might be okay with that. The something we failed to uh, to mention earlier was the fact that Zach talked about squaring off against some roughnecks from the oil rig. Oh, that's right. Which is ludicrous because Zach has uh, show muscles. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, this is, ooh, that is a, that's a stinging one, Joel. <laughs> that's the thing, is there are, there are muscles that get developed from lives of manual labor, and mm -hmm. that is real strength. Mm. Uh, so, because I think Zach wants to be choked, and we invite him <laughs> to an abandoned nunnery, and in the dark, oh. he sees... Out of the corner of his eye, after he's ripped off his shirt, his Post Malone body <laughs> tattooed on the back of his neck, it says, choke me, mommy. And he's, he's like, please, please. He sees the flash of a habit. But I don't think an actual nun has the grip strength to really do it for Zach. So what he feels wrap around his neck is one beefy manual labor hand of a roughneck who has worked the fields, the oil <laughs> fields for 50 years. Have you ever seen those people's mitts? It's like a fucking catcher's glove. One hand will wrap around Zach's life little neck. He'll have a moment where he'll be like, wait a minute. This ain't a nun. This is a man dressed as a nun. I thought for sure you were going to say it was uh, Kimbo Slice dressed as a nun. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
unfortunately, <laughs> we would have to contact the ghost of Kimbo. Hey, listen, I I think that's a great way for him to go. You know what? I think uh, if there if we can't get an oil rigger uh, to to strangle Zach sensually from behind and really break down the walls of his masculine insecurity by realizing that he just wants to be dominated by something strong. Joel, this is this is great because Zach has just been tattooed from head to toe. <laughs> no time in between. Yeah, he is very sensitive. This boy is covered in fresh tattoos and he rips that shirt off and it's stuck to his fucking scabby body <laughs> <laughs> one point of hp taken yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he is sitting kneeling bleeding all over his body covered in tattoos the man looks like jesus christ himself mm-hmm. just in time for a true working man forced right. to dress as a fucking nun so he's already really mad yeah <laughs> he's already got he's fitting to choke on somebody <laughs> and we've just told him look this city boy city boy says that uh he can square off against you hicks yeah he said that word hicks anytime <laughs> and that is when Ren and Stimpy-esque, a huge <laughs> arm and hand juts out and wraps, wraps, wraps around Zack's neck, and he goes, and his eyes bug out, and he just keeps squeezing the neck, and it just keeps going, his eyes just keep bugging out like a little alien squish toy. It's his hairball glue. <laughs> Whore. That's the sound he makes of Stimpy barfing up a hairball as he comes harder than he ever has. God damn. That's a beatdown. That is a mean beatdown. But you know what? It's great because Zach, for his birthday, he got to have a big O and get his whole body covered in tattoos. I think it's a win for Zach. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Zach. Zach. <laughs> oh. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? That's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Holy shit! Do you know what we have next? What the hell do we have next? Well, wishes of warlock. Thank you, all of you, for for sticking with us, hanging out, and listening. We love you all so much. It's been really fun. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus Christ, Joe! I know. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm so glad we made it to the very end before you fucking got COVID again. Big shout out to Bia from the UK. You rock. Thank you for sending us an email. We love hearing from all of our fans. Oh, our witches and warlocks are the fucking best. Absolutely love y'all. It's insane. Our worldwide influence grows every day, and I am more terrified by the power we wield. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because if we ever stop, they're coming for us. That's right. <laughs> we can't stop now. No, we actually have people who like us. That's crazy. So <laughs> next time, we are going to the Sacramento Tunnels. And the description Ooh. only says, Zach, Nick, and Aaron explore Sacramento's Tunnels, explore Sacramento's Tunnels, Courthouse, and Theater. 
which sounds like they're going to be jumping around and not getting a lot of stuff. It sounds like they caused some crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, Witches of Warlocks, we'll see you next time. Eric, I love you. Hey, I love you, buddy. Good night. Good night, indeed. Fuck. All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our continued paranormal challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com, and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night.